that Eminem line about new kids on the block sucking a lot of uh, D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic Eminem. Of course. That is something he would yeah. say. Was a, I believe it. I was listening to Bloodhound Gang the other day, and I think they oh, have nice. like a line about new kids on the block sucking dick, too. Really? Wow. They definitely yeah, have a lot, of, a lot of lines about sucking dick. It was pretty good stuff. Revisiting it. Blood Sounds fucking cool, honestly. It's fucking really cool. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone talk about sucking dick anymore on on rap rock albums? <laughs> I don't know. It's like cancel cult it's a like cancel culture thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, definitely sucking dick. We're sex positive, <laughs> but if you say dick, um, you will be arrested. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Eminem used to say dick, um, well, so you, say, you said the Bloodhound Gang said dick, maybe? Bloodhound yeah. Gang definitely said dick and cock. Um, Joni Mitchell? Joni Mitchell, yeah. <laughs> most of her songs were about getting like dick. Most of her songs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's a legend. The queen of well, soul. Well, it's exciting to welcome our first, our inaugural guest on uh, Dumb Truth. Matthew Danger Thank Whitman, you. who we've been talking to. I guess we should give you an introduction. Sure. <laughs> <sighs> I just, um, I just, I just slid right in here. I know it's called a cold open. Right, right, right. It, oh, which you should be aware of. You're in the entertainment business. Um. Oh yeah, they did that <laughs> a lot. In, uh, <laughs> you're like a Vegas show singer. You're a raconteur. That's right. You're right. an actor. You said right. you you've you acted in a movie. You told me this. That's right. Um, Excellent film that will be and out in you're a journalist now. You just interviewed yeah, Tom Green. Yeah, Tom Green journalist. I you did I a twenty that's year retrospective um, on Freddie Got Fingered. That's right. What a guy. Yeah. What was? Did you talk to him on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing um i still have his phone number i kind of want to do something with it wait what is his phone number uh yeah do you want to yeah, say it on the if show you guys bleep it out I'll, I'll give you the first and the last digit okay oh perfect that's all we need uh just for the fans at home uh yeah three was the first digit canadian and then the last code. digit is zero Ooh. i have vincent gallo's Ooh. number too anyone want that one yeah who's <laughs> You know Vincent Gallo, the oh yeah. I feel like I, I just... I'll take I'll take his number too. Yeah, his starts with two. Wait, can we have the middle two digits of that one? Uh, yeah. What's the middle of a phone number again? <laughs> last the, number, uh, last uh, number of the uh, third part. and third and fourth. <laughs> the first number. The fourth the ones, and fourth fifth. The ones that are connected yeah. by the dot. I mean the dash. They have a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's do that. Give us the zero and one. Dash. <laughs> zero one. Yeah. You uh, heard it. And These are hot tips that you won't hear on any of podcast. Right. We will be posting the full info. numbers to the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For $3 a month. Prank call Tom Green. Nice chap, though. Um, That's a good Yeah, deal. so... I didn't really know about it, but he's so he's just been like living out of a van for like the past year. Were you talking to him? Like, was he in his van hanging out somewhere? He pretty much he had. Um, I talked to him on fucking Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, that rocks! So weird. Cool. Yeah. Um, I I pretty much like 
I just had the idea to do it and my friend runs this film website and like for like seven years I've been bothering about Freddie Got Fingered and he was like, well, why don't, you know, as soon as the 20 year comes up, April 20th, 2021, you're going to get to do, write something <laughs> for us about it. And then he hit me up like December 23rd and he was like, it's a few months away. Like, you want me to email him and his management and see if you could email him? And I was like, if you think you can, go ahead. And he emailed him and then like <laughs> an hour later, his manager was like, I've CC'd Tom. And then 10 minutes later, Tom was like, sure, let's do it. And I was like, excellent, Mr. <laughs> wow. Green. Anytime do you think you'd be free? And he's like, today? And then he ended up, uh, he was four hours late calling me back. But, and then <laughs> it was Christmas Eve and, uh, and he was making a turkey for dinner, like for him and his dog. He was just like back home in LA for a couple of days. But now he's back. He's living in the van. Wow. So out, out of choice, he's living out of yeah. the van. I respect that. That's very cool. He's, he's on that, you know, Gen X, like, back to the land type of vibe. Yes, that's very cool. You know, I don't think we give Gen X enough credit. Some of them are really cool. Absolutely. Yeah, agreed. My I totally did. agree. My brother's cool. What was that, Steve? <laughs> My brother's Gen X. He's cool. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Testimonial. I know, one, I know one, actually. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I remember growing up on Tom Green's show and like, like it was the funniest shit I'd ever seen in my life, but <laughs> I haven't watched it. I don't know if you can watch it now, but like, uh, I, I would love to go back and see some of that stuff. What was, I, I can only remember, um, there was like a time he was on a big U S Naval ship and was like fucking with this guy, giving him a tour. But what was his friend's name? That was like his, his like his co-host. You remember? Oh, like, what's the, that um, Derek? Yep. Or is it someone else? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, <laughs> my job on this show is to just be like, I sort of remember this thing from a long time ago. Can, <laughs> can anyone help me out? one Gen X guy. Uh, I'm just saying that show is funny, and they should rebroadcast it. Did you even watch, <laughs> by the way... You don't mess with the Zohan, or are we dealing with a complete amateur in our midst? I did, but I've forgotten everything <laughs> that I thought about the movie. Literally today, I was like, man, there was a great cameo in that movie, but I cannot remember who it was. There's like a million great cameos. In yeah, I just can't remember I, the one I love. I tried to take notes of all the cameos, because there were a lot of good ones. I'm sure one of you guys will spark my memory. Kevin Nealon? get into that. Which I guess is the subject of today. I don't know. We're getting sidetracked talking about Matthews. Yeah, and I'm Jewish, so I don't really have to know anything about the movie. That's kind of the perspective I'm right. bringing today. So. Well, it's like, yeah, it's kind of inherently just a part of your heritage. Yeah. You don't really have to watch it because you live it. The fact that you assume I know all this stuff about Don't Mess With The Zohan is kind of fucked up anyways. You look like the fucking Zohan. <laughs> Same haircut. Yeah. Right. Silky smooth. Silky smooth. <laughs> Disco, disco, good, good. Oh, yeah. man. That I like. <laughs> um, yeah, I rewatched it today. I get, yeah, we're, so we're talking about You Don't Mess With The Zohan, which is 2008 Adam mm-hmm. Sandler film, <clears throat> co-written by Judd Apatow, which I hadn't realized until I rewatched it. What? But really? that made a lot of sense to me, huh. actually. And, and the great Robert Smeagol, who also yeah. plays the guy in the, uh, in the electronics store, Yazi. Yes. <laughs> Um, I will say this is kind of my first exposure to like 
Israeli culture, mm. and I don't care to do any more investigating. I want this to be the picture right. I have of Israeli mm-hmm. culture until I die. Boobies, big peepees, Bo- boners, boners, boners. boners. A lot of bo- disco, a lot of boners, rubbing your dick on a lot of different people, <laughs> um, but yeah. in an endearing way. Um, Made up euphemisms yeah. like "I got the schnoz," "I got the beep schnoz." <laughs> <laughs> What does he say? You make a smash with the... What does he say? (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like what they were trying to pass off is like, um, you know, like actual euphemisms or something or slang terms were more of just Sandler. Like it was Sandler world terms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think most of them were real. Um, I mean, the whole movie felt like, uh, like... I mean, it's like Borat. I don't. I don't remember where this lines up in like culturally with Borat, but there's like so much. I, I there were times where I forgot I was watching an Adam Sandler movie, and it felt like like a weird, bizarro, um, whatever that guy's name is. Oh. Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> yes. Sasha yes. Cohen. Thank you. Thank I thought you were gonna say that you felt like you were in Israel when you're watching it. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Transported it, 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 to a weird <laughs> Middle Eastern bizarro America. Yeah, in the Middle East. I was no, in this weird like that, place. The tone and like the humor. I was like, this is so Borat, so Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, it just I kept thinking it was that. Over and, over and, over. <laughs> and it was. Well, uh, I mean, what I like about it and Sandler, uh, which just gets better with age. You know, when you mature. Um, is he just likes you know peepee jokes he likes booby jokes yeah Yeah, unabashedly unabashedly it's so pure yeah like it's not even forced like he just he clearly like gets such a kick out of it and then like as an audience member then you kind of also get a kick out of it and to your Mm -hmm. point i think it's like all his movies to me are like almost are like funnier now oh yeah yeah. For multiple reasons. One being, like, a lot of these movies just, like, compared to, like, you just, like, can't really make comedy movies like that anymore without it being, mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> a huge to-do. I do feel like the Eric Andre movie kind of brought that back a little bit, like, that mm-hmm. vibe. Definitely. Or at least it was the most recent thing I could think of that was, like, close to this, to, like, you know, the Sandler universe. Definitely. Um, yeah. At least in the mainstream. Like, there are plenty of, like, horrible B-movies on Netflix that are full of, like, just shitty potty humor. But it's like, those are, like, right. you know, right. bottom of the barrel now. Not block. But this is, like, top tier. Right, right, right. Yeah. High um, effort. This is a happy Gilmore joint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Something I feel like I noticed in a lot of Adam Sandler movies is that somewhere towards the beginning of the film, there will be this montage meant to like establish the Adam Sandler character as the most like masculine mm-hmm. uh person in the world of the film and there's like always women throwing themselves at him and this like performance of virility mm-hmm. I don't know I just feel like I keep noticing it <laughs> and uh I love the opening to this movie it was like that on steroids For sure. it reminded me of the hap- or the the Austin Powers opening montages a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it, so the opening's like they're playing, <laughs> it's like they're playing hacky sack mm-hmm. on the beach, right? And he like catches it in his ass. Yeah. 
<laughs> I uh my my roommate walked in while while I was watching the opening. I explained to him that I had this uh, incredible um, opportunity to discuss this film, uh, and I invited yeah. him to fucking watch it. And he for some reason just closed the door, just went back in his room. Uh, but he came back out during the opening and he shook his head. We watched uh, both Jack and Jill and um, Hubie oh, Halloween wow. together. Um, what was the second? And one? we point. What? What well, was after Jack and Jill? Uh, Hubie Halloween. Um, uh, I haven't watched that one yet. Boy, it's rough. Very, yeah. very rough. It didn't <laughs> look as fun. Um, but he he pointed out to me one of the great hallmarks of an Adam Sandler gag is that it's extremely technical and high effort and also not funny. <laughs> and that combo <laughs> makes it really funny. Like, there had to be some sort of stunt double that they put in there in that scene to catch the hacky sack in his ass. And so many of those scenes, right. like someone had to kind of do that, you know? And you just imagine like Adam, like off screen standing on the set being like, that's great. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fucking hilarious. There were a lot of parts of this movie <laughs> yeah. where like, I mean, it's like over two hours, I think. And, I'm admittedly I get pretty bored during movies and, and I, I watch this in two chunks. Um but two chunks. Two chunks. I had to break up Zohan. Would you um, watch Shoah in two chunks? <laughs> but there it's were not like the Godfather. There, <laughs> <laughs> there were all these all these fucking like parkour like like um Mo- not montage, but just these like long scenes of like him getting from like the top of a building like down to an alleyway that were like thirty five seconds of just like stunt, and it's like not really even funny. It's just like kind of cool, and I'm like, man, they really left that whole sequence in there. Right. I was just looking for places they could have trimmed, just trimmed this movie. Not yeah. because I didn't like it, but what are you talking about, trim? Just could have made it tighter. <laughs> this movie has the. I thought it was like pretty i wouldn't remove anything it's from not, that film and i watched the extended version <laughs> oh yeah yeah can you tell me do you they show any more. any uh, elderly boobies in the extended edition do you ever see i was trying to figure there weren't the... any boobs in it maybe there was more yeah, ass so. in the unrated mm. version because there's a couple like straight on sandler ass shots but i did wonder yeah, if yeah, those were the we stunt doubles or luckily. not uh ashley did you watch the theatrical cut or the I watched unrated too, yeah. so but I haven't seen the other cut, so I don't have anything to compare it to. But I don't remember seeing any old lady titties. I feel like I would have remembered that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, there were no bo- there weren't any boobs in the no boobs. No, I watched no I watched the one two three series dot net version and there were no <laughs> boobs. You watched yeah. both cuts? Yeah, I'm gonna watch the other cut for next week, and I'll be yeah. prepared to discuss we'll, that. We're gonna circle back. On this. <laughs> we're we'll circle back, you guys. Two part. Yeah, maybe we need to do a six part mini series. <laughs> you guys well, can watch the theatrical cut. I'll watch the extended cut, and then yeah, I'll be making like my own that cut. Film babble. Um, I mean, I thought yeah. Sandler looked great. He's Jack. I mean, if that—that's his real body, he right? Did he did look. He looked. Great. He looked Very hot. incredibly yeah. good, especially before he, was he in like. Shape. Did, got the Zohan haircut like in the beginning like he just mm-hmm. had the little fro thing like I was like he looks yeah. really good and great tan and very tan and it was yeah. really interesting because he, he was just like a super confident like alpha character and I feel like in like my memories of like just Big Daddy and Happy Gilmore and like whatever he's, he's like a schlub he's all like usually, you, you know, know mm-hmm. just like which is more yeah. of like I, he usually just plays himself yeah kind, you know to right. a degree 
Um, but then there's like these special character movies, which are like this one or The Water Boy, where he plays mm-hmm. an R word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the Basically. OG R words. Uh, you know, but like Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, he's just kind of playing himself. I would say I think I like when he's out of character. I like when he plays a character. Me too. And I mean, who could forget the unforgettable Zohan? I think one of the one of the other (laughs) things that I appreciate about this movie that I don't think is talked about enough um, is it kind of created the archetype of the fashion conscious man who's straight. Yeah, did we the, have um, this in call? The metrosexual, yeah. as we call them. This was probably came out at peak metrosexual, um, coded era. That's right. Oh yeah, because right? this was when I was in high school. So yeah, I yep. Obama. Right Obama had just been elected. Yeah, one of the great yeah. metrosexuals. One of the top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is. Fergie's the Duchess had just. So this is that's right. <laughs> yeah. Good days I, all around. I would have guessed like 2004, yeah. like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy had just been put on Bravo, uh, yeah. like that. Was that we're, oh, we're yeah, way yeah. beyond that? I don't, I don't remember us saying metrosexual until late in high school, though. I feel like it it must have been like maybe sophomore year, probably like junior mm. year that we started calling the boys that. Metrosexual. I associate that word with Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. <laughs> I don't know if they made that up, but like I remember yeah. my mom watching that show, and like then that word entering my huh. remember that brain. that excellent joke from the film where uh um the great the fuck is his name <laughs> what the fuck is his name not Which character the guy that <laughs> plays the guy that plays like the shrimp dick in all of his movies look i just like this <laughs> <laughs> the shrimp dick the guy whose mom is getting banged out by sam oh short uh swords oh, Nick, Nick Swartzen. Yes, yeah, yeah, shrimp dick Swartzen. Yeah. Shrimp dick Swartzen. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah. when he's like, Adam what Taylor's are you, bionic? Slave. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, you know what? I'm when straight, I saw, thank you. That's a good moment to bring up, because ultimately what I determined about this movie is it's Adam Sandler's superhero movie. That's right. Zohan's a superhero. <laughs> he has superhuman abilities. Yeah. Like, the plot is very much like, you know, the ultimate plot ends up being, you know, he's saving the day. He makes amends with his enemy to save the day, to save the, to save that block or whatever. Even right. They turn it into a mall anyway. But, right. Um, <laughs> it's a superhero but Like movie. the bulk of the movie, he's, I guess, out of costume, mm-hmm. if you will. Right. He's trying um, to be a, yeah, he's trying to be Clark Kent throughout the whole movie. Right. I but see, he must yeah, accept. Yeah. He's Coco. Yeah, he has to make peace with his inner Superman. Yeah. What's his name? Coco Sparks. I see. What? <laughs> What's his name in the when that he his oh nom uh, de plume? Coco. Oh my gosh. Uh, Coco Scrappy. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Scrappy, yeah. Scrappy, yeah. Scrappy, yeah. Scrappy, Coco. Scrappy Coco. <laughs> Which is another yeah. like I love that because that was definitely made up on set like day yeah. one, scene one. Yeah, and that really <laughs> tickles me. Something about it is very yeah. funny. Well, you know, Sandler uh, said it, and then all of his uh, glad handlers were like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> Scrappy Catch Coco?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, man, shouts out to Nick Swardson, though. I mean. That guy, like, I, I have to imagine that the people that Sandler blesses with, like, a, a life and a career, they have to look at him yeah. like he's fucking God, you know, who just oh, reached totally. his hand down. And I, I just love that Nick is, like, the, the cucked out 
guy in every Sandler movie. It's kind of adorable. Yeah, has he ever had like a cool role <laughs> in anything? No. <laughs> Poor guy. He's cool in Reno 911. That's probably his yeah, most alpha see. role. Actually, yeah, Unreal. I don't remember exactly who he was in Grandma's Boy, but <laughs> that movie fucking rules. You know um, what we should watch next yeah, is uh, Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star. Oh, <laughs> I would yeah. kill myself before I really? watch that movie again. I cannot. Is that that's a Swartz and Stars in that one, yeah. or is that Spade? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one. Actually, do you have a? a f- I can't. I can't handle do you have a it. That was actually micro penises. <laughs> it's just too much for me i could do with the blue humor to a point but that movie i just couldn't get through i was surprised david spade did not make an appearance in this one right because chris rock is in it dave kevin, matthews is in it. kevin james yeah dave matthews another sandler uh <laughs> what's his face the guy who always plays like a different race rob oh. schneider this yeah, is the main thing I wanted to talk race about. Again. His like face, his face makeup was interesting. I feel like it was unnecessary what they did to like his yeah. nose for no reason. Yeah. Right? Why? Why? This is what I wanted to talk about. We're not ready to have this conversation, but has Rob Schneider ever looked more physically attractive than in this film? He's never looked like um, more alpha. I think in in Gigolo. Right. In, uh, well, Gigolo is one thing, he but he usually is. has this kind of smarmy, goofy, rubbery face, and I think he looks yeah. kind of weirdly hot in this movie. He was like, he was like rugged looking. Yeah, and like no, he just didn't look the like dark a clown. Eyes. I guess was kind of part of it. He didn't look. What did you just say? He didn't look like a, like a clown. He kind of always looks like a clown hmm. or something. I felt like yeah, he I looked like the, I don't know. Is that a euphemism for something? The character has more of an air of self-respect yeah. than his usual <laughs> than his usual I'll, roles. I, I think it was the same accent he uses though for every. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the same accent he used in The Waterboy. Oh um, right, holy shit! The, yeah. you, the you can do it. <laughs> well, you, he played some sort of Asian in a different. In, I now pronounce you Chuck movie, Larry. Like that I watched recently. Which one's that one? I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh. Uh, Yes, yes, the yeah. gay one, yeah. That one yeah, is honestly one beyond the pale. I'll go out and admit it. His role in that movie is insane. <laughs> What's that one called? <laughs> yeah. Um, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, I haven't seen it. Where he has to pretend to be gay with Kevin right, James. Right, right, right. I didn't see that one. Insane movie. Man, yeah. I mean, obviously we're kind of watching Zohan and discussing it, this think tank, you know. <laughs> this group of kind of doing that fierce intellectuals, <laughs> yeah. obviously on the back of um, the reengaged uh, Israel-Palestine debate. <laughs> well, that was the purpose of this was to see if we could figure anything yeah, out. See what insights we could <laughs> yeah, We've like, been working hard. There's some on hidden co- hidden code in this movie. I mean, pre- like right off the bat, it's like he's fighting that guy, and they get into the like both sides are bad argument right. and like, <laughs> that's at the heart we're of here yeah. first uh, yeah like they they pepper it in ever so slightly here and there ultimately uh you know they they join forces to create some sort of like old testament weapon voice of the angel thing but um, right another superpower t- really moment. tiptoeing around it a couple times there uh well you know what i i watched with my roommate uh in a similar kind of way recently was the Palestinian chicken episode of Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. Everybody remember that one? Oh, I haven't seen that really one. Really great. I mean, you know, like, 
Larry gets obsessed with the new, like, Palestinian chicken restaurant in his neighborhood. <laughs> and, like, all of his fucking Jewish friends are all, like, protesting it. And he ends up going in there and, like, finding this Palestinian woman who just wants to fuck him. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> she wants him. to, like, hate fuck him. Yeah. Which is a very, She's like, very Do you want to fuck scene. me like Israel fucks my country? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck me, yeah. Jew bastard. Uh, you know, I, I was kind of struck by, because that was fucking probably the year after this one. Uh, that was 2009. And yeah, it's right in the same time period. Larry David, Adam Sandler, two of the most visible Jewish comedians of that time, obviously, and public figures. And it's kind of funny to see them both doing this weird, kind of shady grappling with Israel thing <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. You, you know, I, I would wager they're both probably fucking Israel guys, you know. Um, old Jews do that, you know, God bless. But... Um, but they both have this kind of like ambivalent tone. Like in, in this movie, there's a lot of like both sides are bad type of things. Like it's better in America where everyone can get along and we can all want to fuck Hillary Clinton. That was like at the crux of it. Let's just leave everything behind. (laughs) It was like the crux of it was like. Everyone in the Middle East should just come to America. Yeah, yeah, just leave. Nobody fights here. (laughs) Which, to be fair, isn't, I guess, the most regressive take possible in an Adam Sandler tackles Israel and Palestine movie. I think it could have been, like, so much worse, honestly. Oh, absolutely. It was handled, like, it was fairly level-headed and, like, and kind of just good fun. But, yeah, like, it could have been so much worse. I mean, it's kind of like, I feel like it basically overall just sort of takes this 2008 sort of, like, liberal viewpoint of the situation of, Mm -hmm. like, if everybody just kind of chilled out, it would be fine. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah. But it also, it's, like, kind of odd within the movie. I feel like it almost comments on, like, maybe a lot of the problems are because of us. Mm-hmm. Because it's sort of, like, at the climax, it's, like, the people that are fucking everything up are, like, these right-wing extremist guys. Right. That are hired yeah. by, yeah. like, the very shady, like, you know, um, what would you call that type of guy? Um, like well, a like real landlord. estate but he's Mobile. like um, an oligarch or right. of sorts. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not sure how purposeful that comment would be. No, yeah. <laughs> like, like it might just they might have just thought it was funny to make Dave Matthews say like you know towelhead. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Which, if I had forty million dollars, I would definitely make him do it too. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did think Dave Matthews was actually really funny in the movie. He's good. I thought he, I thought he was pretty good as that guy. But. Yeah, I did pick yeah. up on the idea that this movie kind of implicitly suggests that a lot of tensions between Israelis and Palestinians are because of, like, ratcheted up drama created by, like, American capitalist forces. I was like, also, isn't that so weird how in fucking, like, every, like, mainstream comedy of that era in the 90s, like, there's, like, the evil like capitalist overlord guy who's going to buy up the town. It's like, yeah. yeah. Don't you yeah. guys do that for fun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, it's a great villain because they know most of the people that are going to watch these movies are just sort of like everyday folks who like, who hate their landlords and right. 
think rich people are pricks, so like they right. kind of just play into it because it's funny because you're like everyone making this movie is basically that person, right? <laughs> yeah. Like they're the kind of the evil ones a little bit, right? I mean, uh, you know, maybe not Nick Swartzen, but no, he's a good guy. <laughs> he seems like a good guy. How much do you think Nick Swartzen is worth? Oh. Probably like way, probably right way now. less than you would think. I'll roll guess. out a number. Yeah, that, that's I'll roll I out a number too. before you look it up. Do you want to all throw it down? Throw out numbers. Yeah, yeah. What you got? Three million dollars. I'm gonna say seven million. I actually, I go with like fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. I already looked, so <laughs> I'm not gonna give a guess, but. Um, his net worth is five million. Wow, I win. No, we, we tie. You, you guys said seven. Yeah, uh, you went over. Mm. I was like okay. being generous, but I also thought like maybe he has that much. But I wow, mean, five million—that sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for all the work he's had to do. Yeah, for all the abuse he's had to. Who take knows? On what? Yeah, man. Does Nick Swartzen get laid? It's cool though. Well, with five million dollars, I'm sure he's someone. Sure. Fucks yeah. Him. Yeah. Definitely. That's like the perfect amount of money. To have. Yeah. So, I feel like a couple million celebrity. would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'd stop there. Stay humble. Stay humble. Yeah. Yeah. Like that song. Keep grinding. Keep grinding. <laughs> Bitch, sit down. Would anyone? How much? How much to sleep with Nick Swords in? Oh God. I don't know, like ten grand. <laughs> nice. I can't be bought. <laughs> nice answer, Mick. Is he gay? Ten grand seems fair. <laughs> That's a very I respectful like he's, number. He's like sympathetic character, so like I'm not like too. I wouldn't be too crazy about it. <laughs> he like, probably wouldn't be that much too much. Probably be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I could ask him about Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it like on set of You Don't Mess with the Zohan? <laughs> <laughs> I do. The gag didn't really get old for me of like Sandler uh, banging Swartzen's mom. Oh man! Like, in, <laughs> while like trying to prepare to like <laughs> cut hair and like asking, I don't know. I thought that was that never got old for me. Agreed. Agreed. Just in general, actually, him She's... banging all the old ladies was like a funny, really funny to me. So funny. Yeah, that's my dream life. Yeah, she was very cool about him banging all the other old mm-hmm. ladies as well. I feel like I would have been pretty territorial in her right. position. So my my question is, and I guess I'll pose this to you, Steve, since you've been to Israel. The movie definitely posits that like Israelis are like insanely sex positive. <laughs> like everyone is banging. Yeah, I mean, right. It's um, and everyone's cool with it. Like very poly, very cool. And that's a normal thing to do in any social situation. Now, you bang someone as thanks. Is that is that true? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I yeah. like, so my trip was like, you know, there's the stereotype about like the birthright trips, like they're trying to get you to fuck Israeli people right? because, to, you know, you have to be Jewish to create more Jewish babies. Um, mm-hmm. So that's like the huge part of the birthright push is like they, they put a bunch of young, hot Israelis on your trip and hope that you fall in love and want to stay there. But I mean, like the time I spent in Tel Aviv, like after the trip, just like partying and going out, I mean... Everyone's very hot, uh, and, you know, they're on that Mediterranean diet. It's just, like, very healthy. It's very sunny. Yeah. Like, it's, um, you know, the the non, uh, 
yeah, it's pretty pretty liberal, you know, in in those pockets of like major met- metropolitan areas, and it's pretty sexualized, I think, just like America is, like via capitalism, you know, like carries over in a lot of ways. But I don't think, but it doesn't seem like people are actually having a lot of sex in America. Speak for yourself. Then. Mm. <laughs> Well, generationally, right? Like, well, you know what I mean? like, isn't like, isn't like the whole thing now that Gen Z is like, they're like, they don't fuck at all, and they're like scared of sex. Well, that's stuff. what I mean yeah. by it. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. By Steve, I mean, that was a great. No, trust me, man. I'm fine. That was a great, innocent little <laughs> answer that you just gave, but uh, you really ignored the the real question here. Did were you banging out old ladies like yeah. Zohan is? Yeah. When you're in that's more. I was more curious. No, but I mean, yeah. you know, I I. I've got in great with a lot of old Jewish ladies. Like they love me, you know, from mm. uh, like, you know, weddings and bar mitzvahs and all that stuff growing up, you know, the relationship is there. Mm. Have I had sex with an old Jewish lady? No. Hmm. Hmm. Well, there's always tomorrow. Right. <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah, this was definitely, Zohan was living my goddamn dream life. It was incredible. <laughs> But there is very like club, yeah. like the disco disco thing. I mean, like I again, I have very limited. Like I spent like ten days there, but uh, or like fifteen days, but um, or like twenty days, like thir- like a year. I was there for a year. Um, but like there is that like Euro trash club vibe that like mm. you know it's pretty real in twenty nineteen. I was there. It's cool. Are you on birthright? I, yeah. Cool. I went on the birthright for older guys because I was Damn. old. I was 30. Adult right. Adult right. Death right. <laughs> Alt right. Um. Man, I wish I could go on birthright to, I don't know, uh, wherever Anglo-Saxons come from. Where well, do there you guys like, come from? There are like, Britain. There's like birthright for like Christian people who just really want to make sure that like the kingdom of heaven is restored and <laughs> like church groups, you know, will like, there's like huge, like I would, you would see buses of like white middle American Christian yeah. tours, like Christians love through Israel. their church. Like, yeah. Like hoping that Israel stays a state. Cause like, that's where Jesus has to, yeah. Whoa. Come back. No too. shit. It's what? Yeah. It's yeah. Wild. Christians are very invested in Israel. It's very weird. <laughs> Israel. The cool thing about Israel was like there was that you know like when you go to Washington D.C. and they just sell all those like novelty T-shirts about you know the Constitution and all that stuff. There's like a lot of that in is like any tourist area of Israel just has like a lot of like pro IDF propaganda t-shirts. Like I forget the one that I kept seeing over and over. Um, it just had like a lot of like assault rifles on it and said something about Moses. Awesome. <laughs> just like, just like that kind of right wing vibe. Very prevalent in the merchandise. Oh yeah. You guys been seeing these, uh, these IDF hotties, these photos. Mm. of? Oh yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. Such a shame. Yeah. What's what the shame? A waste of babes. Why do they get blown I mean, up? I think I said last episode, but I thought <laughs> I, I think I came away from the whole trip thinking that the mandatory military enrollment was kind of a good idea. Fuck yeah! <laughs> and I was like, you should probably do that in America. Hell yeah! Or maybe it's just civil service. Or maybe I just hated the first two years of college. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's some some combination of those things. I think it would be good to force 
young adults to get a job for a little bit first. That's what I, I think that's the thing is like you yeah. shouldn't be allowed to just go party or go to college yeah. or like fuck off. Like, I, I don't know. You should be forced to do something. When I agree. You should definitely yeah. have to like go learn how to shoot guns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I wish I had been forced to go learn to shoot guns at 18. Me too, yeah. That would have been awesome. I mean, yeah, shooting guns, you know, blowing people up or fucking... This college is only $53,000 a year. It's an excellent <laughs> thing for you to do. <laughs> like, is that actually really, like, a worse thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you can make a ton of friends in the army, and, like, you get to walk around train stations with... Shoot, get the brolic. Fatigues. Yeah. <laughs> Learn some Krav Maga. Mm. Yeah. Man, this this fucking pissed me off. I wish I got sent to the IDF when I was an 18 year old. <laughs> is that what it's called? The IDF? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then the IRA is the English guys, or the Irish guys. That's the Ireland, guys. yeah. They're kind of, they're pretty cool. Mandatory enrollment. And then the IRS. Yeah, I, yeah I IRA. Much, much cooler than IDF. <laughs> IRA, for sure. slightly woker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, than IDF. And IRA or Bay. Uh, I will say one of my funniest, the funniest uh, gags in the movie was like at the end when like all the Israeli and I think both sides were like opening up like the stereos and like pulling the weapons out of like all of oh their like God. little shops yeah. and stuff like that like preparing for battle and the one that like truly killed me I think I had to pause the movie because I was cracking up was the guy like <laughs> he like strained like two hand grenades out of a deep yeah. fire yeah and, like, put them into like a styrofoam at the papaya container can. that was a really good gag I was like, that's so. Well, that's funny. that's oh, another man. Sandler thing too to toss in like a bunch of really middle brow brands that you just see everywhere. I think this yeah. was maybe the most tasteful version of it I've seen in a Sandler movie is uh, all these local things like the Moishas Moving and the uh, Papaya King. To see those like exalted as Israeli military forces is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> what Incredible. was the guy's burger stand called? So bad guy i can't remember oh 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 shit yeah we have so much um. to talk about already still <laughs> phantom shout out to john turturro's character yeah shout yeah, out to john turturro what's what's it what was his guy's oh, name? yeah turturro also was you know amazing so in this film yeah so good I and the, the, the name of his chain was, but that was a really funny gag. The too. violence overall like, was really funny, and like the fighting, it was like sweet. Like that first fight, like when they're on the jet ski yeah. and like the water, like the violence yeah. was cracking it, me up. I liked it. It was great. Like it was a yeah, good there action were fun movie. Fun fight scenes. Yeah, for sure. When they when he pulls out the grenade and they're fucking like paddle balling it back and forth. <laughs> well, like the the editing on this in this movie was like really fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Like the hyper editing they would do like to accentuate like their basically their superhuman strengths. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was actually really well done. Like I mean compared to watching like uh Justice League recently, oh, I was yeah. like this is done. This is like so much better. Yeah. Like they actually like Sandler, they filmed action scenes like a thousand times better. Yeah, than, yeah, like, yeah. Basically, any Marvel movie or DC movie I've seen. I mean, or at least they were like they were entertaining, you know, like which is the point. This actually did make yeah. me question for the first time something I never had thought of before: Is Dennis Duggan a good director? 
don't have to answer this right because he's directed like most of these movies right most yeah. of the sandler movies let me let me pull it out <clears throat> this is an, this is another guy who like your name's Whoa. dennis yeah. duggan he directed Problem Child, which is good. Problem Child, Happy Gilmore, Beverly Hills Ninja, Big Daddy, Saving Silverman. Damn. The Benchwarmers. I'm going to say this guy's a good I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Zohan, Grown Ups. Just go with it. Jack and Jill, Grown Ups 2. Love. Well Diminishing wet. Returns, but... Man, that's a pretty good run. Problem Child, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, mm. Saving Silverman. Those are like huge movies. Heaters. I think the answer is yes. He's a great director, one of the best directors, <laughs> one of the best probably directors. one of the greatest American directors. Yeah. <laughs> he's, from he's from Chicago. What's his name? Is he? Hey. Dennis? What? Hey. Duggan. He's still uh, there? The director of this film is uh, from Chicago. Dennis Duggan. No offense. Why didn't? Yes. Why don't you call him up and get him on the pod? That's a great yeah. idea. I tried. Why do you think I asked you? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, the backup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, what do we? What do we all think? What? What kind of feelings and ideas did this film bring up in us? <laughs> um, all go around. Gentr- gentrification is whack. That's um, right. Yeah, we all need to just get along. Mm-hmm. It's that mm-hmm. simple. You can solve gentrification to get along by just destroying. <laughs> Which actually I've been saying, like you solve gentrification by destroying um, developments, and that's kind right. of like what they yeah, did. Yeah. They just like right. blew the shit yeah. all up. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Hacky sack is is still cool. That was like an interesting. Hell yeah. What was like? Is that like a popular thing? Um, in uh, another bewildering or joke, or is it? Yeah, was it just something <laughs> they thought was funny? Because it was like sort of dated it's at just, the time. Yeah, let's just right. make it seem like Israeli people yeah. are really into hacky sack. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's hilarious, though. Right, because they like bring it back at the end of the movie. Disco like, break! <laughs> it's the villain's, the villain's master plan is to stage a fake hacky sack tournament between... <laughs> and the hire Mariah Israel Carey and to sing at it. Oh, yeah, the Mariah he, Carey uh, thing. torches the block. <laughs> Who were the other Brilliant. Paul Mitchell was in this movie, right? Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. yeah. Dave Matthews, um, Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon was very funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he had a small little part there, but it was good. Watch. Um, oh yeah. Chris Rock was the taxi driver. Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, definition yeah. phoning it in in that role, which is kind of hilarious. He's like it was smiling the whole time. It was time. only like twenty seconds. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> and he got paid more than Swartzen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easy. Swartzen actually had to carry him around on his back to set. Aww. Poor guy. I oh, think the Chris Rock scene, the joke is like he's telling the Zohan about like how he came to America because he had a dream too, and he wanted to bring all his family over to start a business and all this stuff. And then Zoan's like, oh, it's beautiful. How did it work mm-hmm. out? And he's like, oh, my brother got bombed to death. Hacked to death. Or hacked to death. Yeah, yeah. My brother got, <laughs> oh, he got hacked to death. Yeah. Love the Chinese uh, food here. But though. the Chinese is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that was the bit. <laughs> yeah. Dark joke for, for it was Mr. Rock to a, a really dark joke. Pretty good joke, actually. Yeah. 
Overall, I'd say I totally wrote this movie off. Never saw it when it came out. Thought it looked so stupid, and I liked mm-hmm. it a more than other Adam, Adam Sandler movies. But I think it was just because of like what I was saying earlier, where he's like just a, a likable lead and not a doofus schlubby dude who mm-hmm. can never get the girl or something. He's sexy. Yeah, yeah. The confidence does a lot mm-hmm. for him. He was good at it. Yeah. Yeah, you can only watch so many losers bumbling around over and over again before it's like, show me a guy who's cool, you know? Yeah. Show me a commando. Yeah. Yeah. I want want an escape from my problems. That's why I turn on the TV. Yeah, I mean, I just, I I liked it maybe for the opposite reasons where, uh, you know, to see a, a fellow winner some jewish blood great bod <laughs> the ability to catch fish in his ass uh <laughs> and a healthy interest in sleeping with octogenarians you know <laughs> and a hell of a lot of good mariah carey uh All right. like not exactly v-necks or crop tops but just kind of low-hanging <laughs> shirts i i was, the representation was really important for me and i i really loved it <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Also a great cameo. I can't believe we didn't mention the Mariah Carey cameo. So good. That was the best one. Oh, she calls. She says like she calls Rob Schneider's character like a horny little guy. I thought that was <laughs> really funny. She's like, yeah. I le- thank you, horny little man. Buy my new record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite lines in the whole movie is when um, John Turturro turns to her and he's like, Mariah Carey, do you have MySpace? And then yeah. she's like. <laughs> She's like, um, yeah, I mean, they, you know, it's mostly through my management. It's not, I don't really run it. And he's like, I would be honored if you added me as my friend. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that shit kills me. It's funnier now than it fucking could have possibly been in 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Turturro being in it even is just so funny. Like, I love, like, he... Yeah, has to have some sort of strong affection for the Sandman. Yeah, for sure. He, I think he does pop up in some other Sandler movies, but I'm trying. I can't really remember what other ones. Oh, I mean, um, be- Mr. Deeds. Oh wow, which nice. Is another forgotten one, but Totoro's like really funny in that movie too. Nice. Uh, I mean, yeah, Steve Buscemi is in a ton of fucking Sandler movies. Yeah. No Buscemi in this one. I wish. Yeah. Buscemi, was Buscemi in Grown yep. Ups, or did I imagine that? He's yeah. incredible in Grown Ups. Yeah, 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 I remember him being really good. He has this, like, insane physical accident. Like, I feel like he's, like, a bully to Sandler <laughs> or something. Like, And then they, like, put him on, like, at the, uh, uh, you know, at the water park. Like, he, like, skis over something and then, like, slams into a building. And then when when they see him at the end, he's got like casts on every part of his body. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> I love Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi is like when people ask me like who's the ugliest man you would mm. fuck. That's that's my mm. answer. I love him. What about Nick Swartzen? <laughs> no, <laughs> not happening. Nick, I got ten k lying around. I thought he was. I thought Nick Swartzen was gay. Am I wrong? I thought in some of his stand up where he like jokes about no way 
I thought he was gay. That's I just like what Adam Adam Sandler tells all the women that come around them. He's yeah. always <laughs> I mean, he's like, Oh by the way, don't worry about Nick, he's gay. He's gay. <laughs> oh man. He says he's a gay guy. Damn it, Adam. <laughs> Nick Swartzen is not oh. gay. He has a I gay doubt. robot character. Well, he's gay, or it's implied that he's gay, I guess. And oh my god, he's forty-four Damn. years old. That's pretty. That's about what I expected. I guess, like, I mean, when when I see that, I, yeah, it makes sense. But I just, I didn't feel it in my heart. You know? <laughs> right. Well, he's like very boy. He's boyish. Yeah. You know who else is in this movie? Speaking like you were talking about the Curb um, Israeli Palestinian episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry, the guy that plays Larry David's dad, that plays oh, yeah. um, Zoan's dad right. in the film, but with like a wig on. Right. I also love yeah. that he. I wanted to rank like accent dedication in this movie. He's at the <laughs> bottom. Yeah. He doesn't want to do an accent. It's so funny. No, he just—he was just doing himself. Yeah. And they speak English, huh? Yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I just couldn't place the the, two, the 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 love interest being from Entourage and then the dad oh, from right. Curb. I was like, I just yeah. couldn't. Um... She's an Entourage. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. The, um, the lead actress. She's East girlfriend. Oh, salon owner. Yeah, the Palestinian girl from Zohan is E's girlfriend in Entourage. I love that just, like, all these, like, Middle Eastern people in this movie are just Italian. Yeah. Like, everyone is just <laughs> Yeah. Italian. Well, yeah, John Turturro. I looked, I looked her up, and she's, like, a Canadian. She's, yeah. like, from Montreal. She's a Canadian. Really? <laughs> English Canadian. I think they just, like, gave her a harsh tan. It- Italy to Canada. <laughs> Pipeline. Yeah. Well, good for her getting work, I guess. Her accent was, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what you would I don't know what you'd that. call it. I don't know where, how, how you would rank that. I'm not sure I would rank it very high. Um, I thought Totoro well, you know was pretty She funny. tried. Wow. Yeah, she definitely tried. I would say as far as who tried Dedication, the hardest, yeah. she probably tried she the was, hardest to do it yeah, right. She, she, <laughs> she tried hard. She try you trying too hard. She was doing her best. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. She's fucking Jewish too. <laughs> really? <laughs> now that is No way. This is a conspiracy. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's like That's It's incredible. like they uh That's like run the Hollywood. movie is the entire cast is Jewish. <laughs> well, that's why that's why this movie has to have like an like a, a sketchy asterisk is Disclaimer. like Huh? A disclaimer. A disclaimer, a sketchy disclaimer. And I love yeah. sketchy stuff, but it's sketchy. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, like their Palestinian representation is a Canadian Jewish woman and <laughs> Rob Schneider and yeah. John Turturro. Yeah. John Turturro, the most like Italian man. Right. Which makes um, his role fucking oh so God. funny. Well they make that joke towards the end too, where they're like talking about they're like like well, he looks Mexican. Yeah, like, talking about one of like the Palestinian guys, and they're all kind of oh, talking right. about yeah, how, yeah. Like, how they look the same, right? And they're all like pointing out, like he looks like this. So maybe that was a little inside. I mean, that seems joke hilarious about too. How no one in the film, right, was Palestinian, <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you think you could get away with that today if you tried to make like if you were as famous as Adam Sandler? Do you think you could get away with doing that, or do you think the woke mob would cancel you? <laughs> I don't think 
I think Sandler could get away with it mm-hmm. because like yeah. he doesn't give a shit and he has like a Netflix deal because he got they tried to do that to him with the Western movie he made. The Ridiculous on Six. Um, right, mm-hmm. because of like the Native American representation in the film oh, yeah. and how fucking weird, like I guess fucked up it was. <laughs> they walked out, and and the response, yeah. But then the he just did what but he, he wanted. Just, I don't, you know, I don't think anything like the movie came out, <laughs> and, like, right? Everyone right. forgot about it, right? I don't think anyone else could. I think anyone else would do it yeah. would would be a coward, um, <laughs> you know, and like reshoot the entire film, right? Yeah. Why would we cancel Rob Schneider? Let's be real. <laughs> Why haven't we canceled Rob Schneider? Nothing is against he canceled? him. Hmm? Or why haven't we? Why haven't we? Yeah, it's just, it's amazing that he's lasted this he's long. He's kind honestly. of like a yeah, like a. I think maybe we just don't care enough about. Yeah, him. and I don't I don't even I mean think, for offensive representations. Yeah. Just you know that guy has done some evil things in this life. His yeah. eyes aren't right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I buy it. I think that's exactly right. He's in that perfect zone. He's a corrupted Mm -hmm. soul. Definitely. Yeah. He's just in that zone. You're right, though. Like, he just... He's just not a big enough fish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, fills a role that is accepted. I watched uh, his TV show. Or, like... He's not popular online. I think that's a crucial part of it, too. Is that, like... You know? If you're big with, like, people who just watch Mm -hmm. TV... You know, that's a different kind of famous than if, like, people who go on Twitter care about who right. you are. Right, It's like, there's, like, almost two different realms of fame right. now. There's, like, normie fame, and then there's online right. fame. And I think the... And sometimes they overlap, but not all the time. He's, like, neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I would say he's more <laughs> normie famous. He's, yeah, he's yeah. auto but, but not big but enough not to where, like, famous. anyone would care. He's not doing any... Like, cancel him from what? You know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Like, what is he... From living. Losing if we, yeah. Oh, kill him. <laughs> You're saying we should kill I'm saying... <laughs> Rob Schneider? I'm saying, why would it be a bad thing to kill Rob Schneider? I think it would be hard for someone to argue that. <laughs> like, sadly, it would be like, From, like, wow. a utility, like, a purely utilitarian point of view, it's hard to argue against ending the life yeah. of Rob Schneider. Yeah. Also, I bought, I, looked- I bought my brother a couple years ago, or maybe last year, actually, on eBay, a signed Rob Schneider photograph. And that would be cool <laughs> if he died, because then it would really go up in value. From fourteen dollars to maybe even twenty. Shit, <laughs> I think him getting canceled would increase the value of that more. Him getting cancer? Get some, like, cancel. It's not <laughs> funny at all. <laughs> That's a personal line in comedy I would never cross. Okay, so Only I can pull it off. Schneider is active on Twitter. Not oh, I don't yeah. I just don't think anyone cares, but um Yeah. So he has a stand-up special coming out on Netflix Ooh. called Asian Mama Mexican Kids. <gasps> okay, <laughs> I I'm sensing a future episode. Yeah, let's let's reconvene. I, I want to guest on the next. Oh one. my god, he looks terrible in the video clip. Asian too. Mama Mexican Kids. I need oh. to. I need to watch the roles this. he's played. I yeah, that's pretty cool. His Wikipedia logline that drop. Robert Michael Schneider is an American actor, comedian, screenwriter, director, and conspiracy theorist. Yeah, check. Okay, Ooh. that's okay. Perfect. We got to get him this on the show. Perfect yeah. segue because 
one of his first retweets, he retweeted someone that said, the Wuhan lab leak is not a conspiracy theory. Vaccine passports are not a conspiracy theory. Big Pharma lying about vaccine side effects is not a conspiracy theory. Big tech censoring viewpoints they don't like is not a conspiracy theory. Oh Whoa. my god! He's right. He's one of us. Yeah, one of us. Yeah. I bet we could oh get Oh my god, am I a Rob Schneider stand now? He's, the stand-up special is out and he is touring this summer. Wow. Okay. We've got to see it. Yesterday, he tweeted the entire Pledge of Allegiance with an <laughs> image of the American flag, all caps, I'm... all caps and multiple misspellings. <laughs> You're telling me he... that Asian mama Mexican kids is already out? It's You can watch it right now. Yeah. All right. I got to go. This is cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can't kill him now. I'm going to give him a follow and go on this ride for a while. How about, how about at some point, maybe next month or, or whenever, um, we all do Asian Mama Mexican Kids. I think that would be really fun. <laughs> I'm going to probably start it yeah. later tonight. Honestly. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I, I that really gets me excited. Yeah, about. I'm down for that. Yeah. I haven't like watched a stand-up thing in a while. I think the last one I watched was like Eric Andre's. Yeah, I really stopped. Which I didn't uh, think was great. Keeping up with stand up like a few years yeah. ago. I it's think hard to care. The only stand up comedian I like, like their actual stand up, is probably Norm Macdonald. I like Norby. Like, I think he's the only one that's actually funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, has a funny act. Yeah, um, comedy isn't terribly funny a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like I'm at the point where the only things my brain finds funny anymore are just, like, uh, things you wouldn't understand unless you've been addicted to Twitter for ten years already, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So it's, like, it's hard (laughs) for anything else to really get me anymore. Like, um, memes. Memes. (laughs) Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a great, actually, stand-up special that I watched recently. Like, James Acaster has this four-part special on Netflix. You should try and watch that. It is. He's like a British guy, but it is uh, really funny. It's really good. All right. I don't normally trust the British, the but... This guy is good. Fucking hate you like British Monty comedy. Python? Fucking hate Monty him. Python. British office. No, we're, we stand Steve Coogan on this mm. podcast. That's true. So. He, I, I think we determined he's the only non-creepy Englishman. That's true. <laughs> I would definitely let Steve Coogan babysit. I like too. Hugh Laurie a lot too. Ew. He is he's kinda cool. <laughs> Hugh Laurie. He's yeah. uh he's, what's next? Uh, James I Jones? used to really love um the sketch show he had with Stephen Fry. Oh, yeah. I used to watch that all the time. Fry and Laurie. I still think it's good. Or, yeah. yeah. I think it's a good show. An evening with Fry and Laurie. Fry and Laurie. <laughs> They're a different race. I think Rob Schneider's next movie is a caveman movie, uh, just from what I'm huh? gathering on his Twitter. I think the movie that Rob Schneider's about to announce with Taylor Lautner is a caveman movie. Ooh. That's breaking caveman news. Movie? That's You heard it here first. Taylor caveman. Lautner? Taylor Lautner. Who's that, a football player? From, from Twilight. Twilight. Uh, Duh. One of the American We also race. stand him on this show. Hello. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Taylor Lautner. But we'll get more into that on our Rob Schneider yeah. episode. <laughs> I really feel like I have a feeling we could get him. 
Like he's doing like he's doing like six shows in um, Lowell, Arkansas, uh, in June. So just based on his touring schedule, I'm thinking we could definitely definitely (laughs) right. He's He's got a contact page. His website is contact page. You can just call his yeah his manager his manager's phone number is right there on the website. Do you, you think call. Tom Green? Can do you think Tom Green to would do... give you Rob Schneider's <laughs> cell phone number? Because he asked that. That's have a it. good question. I guarantee that Tom Green has like somehow done a stand-up show with Rob Schneider in the past ten years. You know his Rolodex is fucking insane. He could get us the Dice Man. I'm sure he could get us Rob Schneider. <laughs> wow. Dane Up Cook. until a year ago, he could have gotten us Larry King, one of my favorite right. people on the planet. Rest in peace. Um, but yeah, let's let's look into it. I'd say this next episode that we do, I mean, you guys can do it too. I know, I don't know, you know, I'm, I know. I'm, Matthew is now a permanent member of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm locking in. If we're talking about Rob Schneider, which will be a lot. <laughs> I think the like, the theme of this podcast should be that anytime we have a guest on, they are just now a permanent member. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> and, we, and we just <laughs> like see so how it grows. Just build yeah. that work. It should just expand. That's cool. Yeah. Rob Schneider's calling in once a week. We have him play a different ethnicity <laughs> every time. Yeah, I was going to say, we have to come up with a list of accents yeah. for him to do if he comes on the show. Yeah. It'd be really great. They're all the same. <laughs> He has a podcast. He does? Oh, of course he does. Man, man, I bet that shit's dark. Maybe we could get a guest spot on his podcast. Mm. He, and, he and his wife and some other dude. He's got a wife, huh? Okay, okay. He's got a wife. Got a wife. Wife guy. He's a wife guy. I gotta watch Entourage. <laughs> really, you guys really do have to watch Entourage. I'm just, I'll watch it. We could talk about we could talk about entourage. It's really it's it, my my brother was like he warned me beforehand like it's a little bit too watchable, mm. and that is probably my only complaint is that like I just it's like I don't know one of those things you just can't put it down. Yeah, I got to see what's gonna what's gonna happen to the boys right. next. It's like twenty minute episodes. It's like the perfect like up down like hook you into yeah. the next one. It's like the best web series. A ever. Little snack. <laughs> I used to just like get. We would watch Entourage and just like drink Captain Morgan and smoke weed before we'd go out in college. Damn. Hell yeah! Like, <laughs> the dream is get in the wow. dudes rock mindset. Yeah. Never so got laid cool. in college. <laughs> Never. It's also been so awesome revisiting like two thousands fashion, like all the extremely hot girls wearing just the most hideous outfits we have ever put mm. women in. <laughs> The 2000s were just not a good time for ladies. Tell me about it. Please. <laughs> no, just, you know, low-cut jeans. Nobody looks good in them. Tube, tube tops. Halter tops. Tube yeah, tops. halter tops. Tube, tube tops. tops. It's like you have hats. to have a certain pair of titties to pull off mm. the 2000s look. And only a few girls have it. Is that like Paris Hilton's? body though she just kind of defines the 2000s fashion yeah yeah she was kind of the one person who who could do it i mean it even looked hideous small boobies then yeah petite yeah you just yeah and like just very thin all around right yeah your stomach has to be completely flat if you're gonna wear jeans that Mm -hmm. low 
Like those belly button rings with like long dangly yeah. like yeah. a charm. Yeah. Like a big <laughs> yeah. diamond charm hanging from your belly button. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah. the chain wallet style. I kinda that was kinda that, cool. Still but also just like a lot of really weird fabrics. Like like I don't know, women love to wear like swingy cheap fabrics in their mm. tops. Like what I were those I like can't uh, really... gaucho pants? Was that a big thing? They're they're like mm. You know what I'm that talking about? was a thing at one point. Yeah, the low-rise gaucho pants was a thing, too. But I'm thinking of, like, I don't know. It just, I feel like, I don't know. I just think it's the most tacky era of fashion we've ever had. True. It all disgusts It's kind of making it, I think it's coming back, though. I think it's a little hip. I, uh, over my yeah. dead body. Like... The, the gaucho pants with like the huge flared out ankles like that's what like girls in my high school wore yeah. when they like had to dress up for their volleyball game that <laughs> night they just wore these like huge flared pajama pants it's like it's not really like formal wear yeah pajama yeah. pants super were comfy. huge in the 2000s super comfy. um yeah. and i think the pandemic kind of brought that back because i still i'm seeing a lot of people still kind of going out hanging out in their pajama pants and sweatpants yeah thinking about like girls wearing like invader zim <laughs> fleece pajama pants to yeah <laughs> but now it's like you know like rick it's like rick and morty now right like, but, like, <laughs> but, but like it's evolved a little bit yeah. but it's the same thing really yeah star wars if they're intellectuals <laughs> yeah if they're yeah. brilliant people oh boy the animated series yeah. it's clone wars yeah no anime is the thing for stylish people now that's true um yeah whenever you see like a like a stylish black mm-hmm. guy who's wearing some sort of anime right. merch that's what i've noticed well and bit. um i was in i was at coney island uh the other day and i saw this kind of like not even trendy like this like kind of like hood Russian teenager who's probably like 18 or 19 mm-hmm. and she had an anime tattoo of like an anime face on her arm <laughs> and I think that was the first time I've ever seen an anime character as a tattoo on a person's body and I was like whoa yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm gonna see fucking 200,000 more of these probably in the next five years but kind of, uh, kind oh, of blew my sure. mind yeah. like a full drawn anime face just on an arm like has anyone ever seen that before I can't think of anything like that, no. But I believe it. I don't know shit about anime. Me neither. Never even del. I mean, what Akira? Akira's anime, right? I like that movie. Yeah, Akira's good. I like all the Miyazaki movies, but I don't know. Is that it? that's anime, right? Yeah, yeah. You, sort of. I watched po- I watched Pokemon growing up, little Dragon Ball Z. But <laughs> you talking to people, you're like, no, I, I like. I I more just watch Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm trying to watch, you know, Mess of the Zohan. I'm not going to watch fucking eight seasons of a cartoon. Yeah. Sorry, I can't watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. I, I got to rewatch You Don't Mess with the Zohan. <laughs> I'm watching. Okay. Yeah. It's Evangelion, Fuck. by the way. <laughs> Kick his ass. This is my worst fear. Matthew, dude. To, to make an anime just fanatic a wall. angry at me. <laughs> I did watch like two episodes of Naruto and uh, <laughs> Naruto. Naruto. I kind of see the appeal. It was awesome. It was cool. I was like, I will watch. There's like a thousand episodes yeah. of that show. I found out. One Punch Man. Oh, yeah, One Punch I Man it. is good. I watched like two episodes of that once. Hell yeah. 
I like the idea of it. It's just like I'm not gonna get invested in this, like story-wise. No it's a cartoon. I think it's kind of like uh, you, if you find one that like you really like the story, you get sucked in. But like, yeah. you know, there's so many. It's like they're so weird or hard to get into. I the have some first... friends. Oh. Sorry, Steve. I All I was going to say is that I have some friends who are not really into, like, TV or cartoons, and, like, they have all recommended um, Avatar, The Last Airbender, which is, like... Yeah, I'm sick of hearing about this show. show I'm sick of hearing about this show. <laughs> they're like, it's the best shit ever, and it, it just surprises me that they, these these friends would say that. They're just pretending, because, like, someone cool said it. To, I swear. To quote Philly I've never, I've never seen the show. <laughs> what is it? But I hate that every time it gets brought up, I'm like, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, and they're like, no, not that crap. And I'm like, what do you mean crap? And then it's a whole thing. And it talks about Avatar: The Last Airbender. My, uh, what is the Philly Tartar line? My respect for you as a man just plummeted. <laughs> Do you call someone out, Philip? Somebody? Is that what you said? <laughs> or me? Philip Leotardo. Oh, Philip Leotardo. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Phil Leotardo. It's Phil Leotardo said. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. I think he said retardo. <laughs> Wait, was is, is as Phil Retardo said, my respect for you is a man. Phil Retardo is a good Twitter handle. That is really good. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it exists, but yeah, someone's got. That. I don't know. You think so? Yeah, <laughs> I actually would confidently. How do you spell retardo? <laughs> what you just do? Uh. Okay, never you know. mind. I figured it out. Just put a D and an O at, or an O at the end there. A D and O. There is an at Phil Riotardo. And Absolutely. an extra A. It'd be like J J J Riotard. Right. Four followers though. It looks. Which someone told me the other day that J Riotard, that was his real last name. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Oh no way! God damn it! <laughs> Phil Riotardo exists. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah do it. Twenty-one Philip. followers. Of course. Though. Four. Are they funny? No tweets. <laughs> are are they cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No tweets. You could buy this. Oh damn it. Philip, that's disappointing. What a waste. We're we're yeah. still. I still think like you could, you could push forth with this idea, because it was a natural idea. I was there for the genesis. <laughs> no one will know. Alright. <laughs> I'll do it. Um maybe before we go, everyone could try their best uh Zohan impression. Oh, I'm not gonna do that one. I don't wanna <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a pass on this one, but you guys are welcome. Why are you to. taking a pass? Oh, I'm not uh I just don't want to. <laughs> hmm. I don't want to, so I you won't You don't wanna engage with uh with a Middle Eastern person. No, not without practice. Is that the fizzy bubble? You know, if you were asking me <laughs> oh. to do a Japanese guy accent, right, right, maybe, right. but I got to come prepared. Mick, you just mid everyone talking, you just bust out an incredible Zohan. <laughs> Is that fizzy bubble? Bubble? I fucked it up now. I like no, that was good. fizzy bubble? No. Steve? I like that. That was kind of funny. That was good. The fizzy bubble stuff. Oh, yeah, the fizzy bubble. Oh, yeah. What I just did was funny. Yeah, that was funny. I like that. <laughs> That's good. Steve, what do you got? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I, um, uh, what's where he's like? My, 
for, for the first time, my stupula, no work. I think <laughs> I'm in love. <laughs> you fucking murked that. That was amazing. Watch it, watch it, now smell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I'm very, very proud. <laughs> what does he say again? You could, you could do better than that. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the stupula thing. Yeah, um, I, need, I need. I was trying to look up lines because I feel like if I can remember what he said. All right, stupula, stupula. Okay. Oh, I thought I thought you had that up top. I was very impressed. Should we just read? We could do. What if we did a read? Oh my Wait, god! You reading. guys, we've got we've got to wrap up. Okay. As, we're, I'm downloading the PDF of the extended <laughs> cut script right now. <laughs> Hold on, let me just look up the entire script for a second. Someday we'll earn Mustafa, three Mustafa, this hour is episodes. not my name. <laughs> Mustafa, that, that is good. the first quote that comes up if you Google. If you Google, you don't miss this. Who tells? Quotes. Oh yeah, who tells? Oh, you his, my ca- name? his catchphrase. His catchphrase in the whole movie. So let's go. <laughs> is that true? Which is what we sh- he yeah he said so let's go like let's a go. thousand times and that's probably what we should do on this recording we should probably cut the recording all right let's go <laughs> the part where he goes what are you uh, bionic oh we already did this joke I said that no off no the no time. I only like no. the girls thanks anyways <laughs> that was a good joke thanks for having me DTF right. team. We, oh, it was a pleasure. Thanks for coming. Something else. Yeah, Matthew Danger Littman. Uh, it's nice to have a little check, talk before the look bang boom. Google Matthew Danger Littman, is what I would say. It was very nice <laughs> to be here with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to make you all silky smooth. Your mother is a woman. <laughs> I will make, I make stoop with her. <laughs> I make stoop with you all. Woke up at 2 p.m. in a strange bed. I popped a pee in the kitchen was a bread spread. I mixed up the ham and cheese and grits and sausage links. Got a hot and hot and fake with a fucking pig. 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 Fucking pig.